Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Show it's 1025 the bone 727 579 1025 or 800 771 1025 are the phone numbers. Uh, last night, you know, when you scroll through the TV, it'll tell you what, like, every once in a while you'll see a channel and it's to order a pay per view movie. It's like reminding you that this movie's on pay per view. Okay, do you know that Capone movie? Yeah, is on pay per view already. Well, yeah, they're releasing a lot of those movies. Did they do that? They just released it, and in, yeah. instead of because of the pandemic, or that whatever? is uh, allegedly one of the worst movies of all time. Really, really? they say it is awful. Oh yeah, they say it is awful. It's Tom Hardy as oh, Al Capone. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy's pretty good, and I think it deals a lot with Al Capone who wound up having syphilis, I think, yeah. and then his brain started, so he's like all crazy. But they say, yeah, that's uh, supposedly really, really bad. Oh, yeah. Well, well no. maybe it's good that it just went straight to pay per view, <laughs> right? That's all I need is for Galvin to tell me a movie is bad. I, I, I don't know. First I know, hand. but I just need you to hear, it and then I'll quell my suspicions. Yeah, and my interest in seeing it, and that's it. All right, time. you know what is yeah, good. Well, well, well. Uh, if you have the Apple, what is the Apple Plus or Apple TV, whatever it is, that uh, Defending Jacob with Ooh, Chris Evans, is? pretty good. All right, I'm going to check that out. <clears throat> it's pretty good. What is uh, what is that about? It's uh, He's a district attorney, and his son is uh, accused of murder of one of his classmates in school. His son is like 14 years old, and there's, uh, you know, obviously he has to recuse himself yeah. and all the stuff that happens. But it's a, it's like eight episodes, but it's uh, very Oh, it's good. a show. Yeah, it's okay. a show. It's a series, uh, but it's just the one. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's just the one. You know, <laughs> shot. There's so many shows. There's too many channels now. Now I don't know what's on what channel. So many, yeah. so many. I here's what I do. I get in bed and I'm like, well, there's Netflix, and then there's FiOS, then then but then this one, I'm like, oh look, Seinfeld's on. That's <laughs> yeah. just how it goes. Yeah, yeah. make All it right. easy. Time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. And now news with Galvin. On the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? We're back! What? News is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. All seven Pelts locations are back open and ready to give you safe and healthy shopping experience. Pelts can even socially distance size your foot. Oh. Now, I don't know how... I Listen, might be lasers. They may sneak into your house at night. I'm not sure. I know how they do it. How do they do it? Roy. Roy. Roy was born with a special gift. He could look at anybody's foot and tell you exactly <laughs> the size of it. Yeah. You don't have to take a shoot anybody. He didn't, you could just hold it up to the webcam and he goes. He closes one uh, eye. Triple eight E. Licks it? No, you don't have to lick it. Oh, he just licks at it. He closes Maybe. one eye and. <laughs> you're an 11. American. UK. Thank you. UK, oh, yeah. UK Thank you, 9. Right. I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, if you stop into a Pelts location near you for the perfect fit, make sure you tell them Galvin sent you for 10% off. Socially distance, whisper. Look, I'm six feet away from the microphone. Galvin. 
Still heard it. Still heard it. Still here. There you go. Get in there. Uh, Hundreds of protesters marched in East Tampa and St. Petersburg on Sunday afternoon, joining in a nationwide protest against police violence on African-Americans. But in Tampa, officials geared up to prevent a repeat of Saturday night's chaos and destruction. Mayor Jane Castor instituted a curfew for her city from 7.30 p.m. to 6 a.m. Governor Ron DeSantis activated the Florida National Guard, which mobilized late Sunday afternoon at Raymond James Stadium. As police officers fired tear gas and non-lethal rounds into a crowd of protesters near Memorial Park Cemetery at Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard East and 22nd Street North, uh, Tampa Police Chief Brian Dugan warned that his officers would not allow a repeat of the previous night's violence. And in St. Petersburg, Mayor Rick Kreisman said he was, quote, disappointed after two days of mostly peaceful demonstrations that had ended with a brief clash between officers and the crowd. Pinello Sheriff said that uh, the group of demonstrators had uh, spent the day marching and blocking intersections without incident, but when the group returned to police headquarters, he said, and it, it was, quote, it was no longer peaceful. St. Petersburg police said uh, 14 people were arrested on charges of unlawful assembly. Police in Tampa arrested multiple protesters for looting, vandalism, and throwing rocks and fireworks at police. Yeah, and sadly, you say multiple, but I think it was only like 17. Um, you know, it's multiple, but it's not nearly as yeah, many I didn't as have, have been arrested. The, it was 14 for uh, St. Petersburg, but they didn't have an exact number for uh, Tampa. Listen, I, I'm telling you right now, there is a huge difference between the people that got together and marched in the day. I don't even mind the the protesters who will block traffic a little bit. That's a great way to get people's attention is to block traffic because you, all of a sudden you got a line that's a mile long and instantly becomes news. I get it. But when you start damaging other people's property that have nothing to do with anything, you're nothing more than a common criminal, low-level thug. What the hell did Champ Sports have to do with anything? You know, yeah. and then the problem with the champ with burning down champ sports, other than you know the arson, is the fact that you don't take into consideration the people that work at champs, and and I'm I'm gonna go ahead and generalize here, but I'm gonna imagine up at the University Square Mall at champs, a majority of the employees are probably young black kids, you know, maybe college students, kids in the area. I mean, what are you accomplishing? There is no. There is nothing that is getting accomplished. And if anybody thinks that you can call in here and explain to me what I'm missing, because I'm a guy who's changed his mind about things over the years. But if you can call and explain to me that you say you were out there and you were uh, a part of the deal and here's why, I would love to hear it. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. I don't need you guys to call and thank you, but I don't need you to call right now and agree with me because we all were disgusted by it. And uh, but I want to talk to somebody who is going to say to me, let me tell you why we were out there and and change my mind, because right now I think you're nothing more than low level scumbag thugs who are out there ruining the lives of business people and endangering the lives of police officers and other citizens who have nothing to do with any of this stuff. And, And you took advantage of the fact that we're in a position right now where the police feel embarrassed from the one guy and they're being extra lenient. But I'll tell you, it's not going to last long and people are going to start getting hurt. And it's a good thing that it kind of died down a little bit last night here. But in other places, it did not. And you're going to start to see, I mean, people are, cops are driving through crowds. 
that guy in the 18 wheeler. I mean, this is, you're going to start to see a bunch of people dying and that's not what you want. But if you're somebody that thinks you can explain to me and tell me why, what happened on Saturday night was necessary. I would love to hear it. Uh, Spanish and I were talking before the show. I forgot to grab the thing. Did you see the video of the guy with the bow and arrow? No. Oh, my God, dude. What was he doing? He stopped in the middle of traffic in the middle of a protest and got out of his car with a bow and arrow. Old white guy. Old fat white guy. Like, that's my weapon? I'm American. Yeah. That guy. First off, let's think this through. Bow and arrow, not a good choice. For well, anyone. not unless you're that guy from the Avengers. He seems to never run out of arrow. <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye. And he's super fast yeah. with it and stuff. Right, right. This guy was not super fast getting out of his car. Yeah. Uh, here, Joe has it up on Bone TV. He gets the one guy. <laughs> well, does he, though? It looks like with an he does because he, yeah, but the guy he, drops he down. Like, pulls his air, bow and arrow out, and the lady's like, get him, get him, because he, he's uh, going to go and shoot people, and they just swarm him. Look yeah. at how old oh, he is. Like, God. Yeah, he's he couldn't even Robin. throw it. Is this here? No, oh. no. Like, he couldn't even throw a punch, let alone do a shoot you with an arrow. Yeah. Yeah. And they swarm on him and beat him. And, you know, rightfully so. What yes. are you doing shooting arrows into a group of people? Yeah, that was pretty dumb. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy when after he fires, I don't know if they have the video, but when the people swarm, oh, they, I mean, it's like a, it looks like a zombie movie, the way they all they all run after this guy. Yeah, well, the only, thing, the only way to stop a guy shooting at you yeah. is to swarm him. So, I mean, at this point, he becomes just as bad as they are. And yeah. did you have, see the other one, the, uh, the security for the uh, news group? The security was there, and the guy who had the, uh, uh, I don't know what it was, AK-47 or something, and the other guy came up with his gun, oh, with Jesus. his pistol, oh. oh, and took it away from him. The guy was like, no, oh. he didn't, he didn't want to use it, didn't know what to do. And this guy, you could tell, was like former military, yeah. something, whatever. He was hired by the news group to watch their cameraman and their, their news guy and stuff, and he came right up to him and took the gun away. Good Lord. Was, yeah, when, once they broke into CNN, on Friday night, uh, that's when you knew, because you would you got to imagine CNN has mega security just because you don't want a guy coming in demanding to be put on the air, you know? Right, yeah. But clearly not. They were able to get in the lobby. Yeah, they were. And uh, now uh, so many news guys are getting their ass kicked over the weekend. It's it's dangerous. It really is. I, I'm and just for the record, no one is calling because there is no one who could justify what happened over the weekend. I I would say I was trying to explain Saturday night when we were on the air. Drew, there used to be a place called Midland Beach when I was a kid in Staten Island, and Midland Beach was a really nice, long, boardwalked beach, but you couldn't swim in the water because there were needles in it, Mm. so we would just hang out in the parking lot, and that's all we did was there was a thousand cars, and we'd just park, and different schools would park at different ends, and we'd sit there and drink beer and hang out, and there really wasn't even a lot of violence. We would all just hang out in the parking lot, and basically, that's what that was on Saturday. That was a bunch of thugs and a bunch of kids hanging out in the parking lot because there was nothing else to do. And they've all been sitting home for three months in the pandemic, and they were bored, and they're like, "Oh, we can get away with anything we want right now." Uh, when you're when you're when you're out there, and you have to keep moving further down the mall to get away from the cops, and you break into a K and G fashion wear, there was already sixty percent off. I don't know why they had to break in, but I mean, you know, what are you going to do? You all they were doing is running in there and grab, smash and grab and run. Who is that helping? What what protest is that? What attention is that bringing to anything? It's nonsense. It's nonsense. And it's not, I'm telling you right now, the peace isn't going to last much longer because the cops aren't going to put up with this. 
Right now they're in a bad spot because that guy made them look really bad. Yeah. But now they're going to have to start protecting people's businesses, and people are going to die. You quit now while you got away with it on Saturday. Uh, the former Minneapolis police officer who was charged in connection with the death of George Floyd has been transferred from a county jail to a maximum security prison. Derek Chauvin, who was seen on video holding his knee on Floyd's neck for nearly nine minutes, was charged with third-degree murder and manslaughter on Friday in connection with Floyd's death. Chauvin and three other officers involved in the fatal arrest were uh, fired from the Minneapolis Police Department on Tuesday. None of the other officers have been charged as of yet. So Drew and I were talking about this on Saturday. Drew said, I can't help but think that there is going there is some link between the two of them because they did work together at a club. They did. But they yeah. didn't have overlapping shifts. Right. They're if they can prove that there's some reason why he should be mad at him, mm-hmm. that's an entirely different charge. Well, uh, the third degree murder charge seems weird to begin with. Well, because he can't, you can't say that he was trying to kill him. It's an accidental <laughs> death based on his activities. You, I, look, I'm not saying I agree with it, but yeah. it's, it's you can't say his intent was to kill him. But they'll argue it. Yeah, I, you kind of can. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they'll definitely argue it. But charge him with third degree murder. You 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 have to know that if you're putting your force of your body weight on somebody's neck with your knee, right. and they're screaming, "I can't breathe," and you keep it on there for nine minutes. Yeah, you're, what's your intent? Yeah, to make him feel good. Yeah, I, uh, I I I can't imagine that there was it wasn't to kill him though. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like even I I I would think just the smart end of it would be like, oh, I don't want him to die. Maybe right. real close to dying. And they have to prove that he wanted even if to die. You, even if you're a scumbag and you don't care about uh, Floyd's life at all, you don't care about his life at all, care about your own life. If yeah. I kill him, my life's going to be messed up. So you would think you would stop there, Yeah, apparently yeah. not. Yeah, I, I, and then the, I'm dying to hear from the other guys, the other cops. Yeah. Because you don't, there's not enough video to really see how involved they are. Well, there's it. the one Asian guy that was keeping people back and pushed the one guy. And-, and, and if that guy is, if they say to him, why didn't you do anything? And he's like, I don't know. I was scared. I got this mean cop that's always yelling at us over here, and he's a higher rank than I am, and but, I got these people screaming behind me. He's like, I didn't know what to do. Right, but then the argument is you should not be in law enforcement. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, let me grab here some calls coming in. Keith, good morning. You're on the Mike Calder Show. Hey, how you doing, Mike? What's up, buddy? Uh, hey. Well, I just want to uh, jump in um, uh, about the beginning of the show, Mal. Uh I get it. And we don't condone violence. And we don't condone destruction of property and all that good stuff. But what's happening in America is you have a whole group of people that are being ignored over and over and over again. People are being killed for nothing. They're getting death sentences for minor crimes and if not crimes at all. But yet no one pays attention. It'll, it'll, it'll be a news blurb for a minute. And then they go on to the next thing, and it's like people forget. So so far, I'm with you. So far, I'm with you 100%. Go ahead. Yeah. So just like when Galvin uh, or whoever brought up the story about the guy with the bow and arrow, you didn't mention the last part of the video where these were all white people that jumped the guy with the bow and arrow. No, yet, that's not true. Video, that's not true. He said two black, he said two black males attacked him. I didn't see one black Okay, male hold on. First on off, I did video. not say two black males attacked him, but there no, were... No, he said that oh. the guy with the bow and arrow said that two black men 
jumped him and did that to him when it was actually a white kid with a skateboard. That no, that's not face. true. The, that's not true. The, oh, fir- okay. yeah, the first guy that ran at the guy with the bow and arrow that looked like he got dropped by an arrow was a black man. I, I haven't seen yeah, him. No, uh, Joe, do you I'm have the end of the video? We can watch it right now. Is, what I'm saying is who hit the white guy. I haven't seen it, so I can't even tell you, sir. I don't. I, all they right. showed was the guy that still pictures of him with the bow and arrow. I didn't see the right. video, but okay. I, I get it. There is and definitely there several videos that popped up over CNN where you had white people painting Black Lives Matter and vandalizing property on all these buildings out in Minnesota, and that wasn't reported on. That is so. You, what you what you understand? Like, and I truly believe that in Minneapolis, this was started by uh, you know people that were inserted into those crowds to make things get out of control so that they can bring in force to do what they did. You think, you think, uh, wait, let me ask, let me just clarify, because we did talk about this with the umbrella guy. You think that it it is people who went in there to make their, make it look like it was a bigger, like like insert the violence into it instead of just a peaceful protest. Absolutely. Because, and, and this happened, this isn't the first time this has happened. This happens quite often. And, and and of course, you know you have you have some people that are uh, are are opportunistic, and they're going to take those those opportunities uh, to do the wrong thing because of the simple fact. You know, they're, well, they're, let me jump, let me ask you let me ask you about that, Keith. Because uh, I, let's talk about Tampa on Saturday night. I I would okay. say everybody in that USF parking lot was opportunistic. I don't think there was anybody Absolutely. in that parking lot that was there. To protest anything, those the, the half of them were kids looking for something fun to be a part of, and the other right. half were guys who just wanted to, to be tough against the cops and break into the to the mall. I mean, what why right. why what are you protesting when you burn down champs? Who 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 benefits from that? I agree with you. I, I I took my family out for dinner at the Brandon Mall yesterday. We we're at Bahama Breeze, and around three thirty four o'clock, they told us we have to leave because yeah. protesters are on their way. Look, I you know I, I don't agree with the, with the destruction of property, but what I'm saying is is that America has to address this issue. It's not going to go away, and people are getting. I mean, it's only going to get more and more violent. It's more. It's only going to get more and more destructive because people. And, and we're dealing with a whole new generation that that have turned their back on Martin Luther King dream of peaceful protests and and doing things through nonviolence. these these millennials and these new this new generation they're not going to go back to the old ways of being subjugated and 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 all that it's, it's not going to happen no and and, and and i will tell you that uh when it comes out and there are certain things where sometimes sometimes you got to get a little violent uh, in order to get people's right. attention but but i'm but there's a difference between fighting back against oppression and just go ahead and destroying them all for no reason. And and I know you get yeah. that. I'm not arguing with you about it. I, pre- I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. I get that. But but when 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 you see you know the the nomenclature of the the, the environment of this country, where if uh, if 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 there was a dog dying in the street, people would rush to the aid of that dog. Uh, if there was a whale that beached on the on the sand on the beach. People will spend tens of thousands of dollars to save that well. You're right. And here you have when a black person is mowed down or gunned down or beat down or choked or whatever. It, it doesn't. It, it doesn't make sense. Let me I mean, let me ask you this, Keith. Let me ask you this real yeah. quick because I mean, I'm telling you right now, I, I'm the first one because of my job to always go. 
Well, let me ask you a question because I always like to just kind of stir it up a little bit. But I watched yeah. that video, and there was my my wife was the first person to tell me about it in the day. I hadn't seen the video yet, and and yeah. she goes, "The guy put his ne- knee on his neck and he died." And I go, "Well, the only way I could see if he to justify that is if that guy was shooting at them or if he had a knife and was trying to kill him." And she goes, "No, I don't even know what they're arresting him for." Then when I find out that the guy was they suspected of using counterfeit money, and then I watch the video and he wasn't fighting back, I don't think there's – I have not heard one person come forward and say, well, you know, he, they're all like, that guy, guy's, that guy killed him. He's got to go to jail. I mean, it was very well, obvious. Well, no, no, no. You have the same thing that always goes on. Well, we don't know what happened before that. Because that's we America. We don't know what happened before Because, because that's America. We have, to, we have to know the whole story. We have to give people the benefit of the doubt. That's what the country is based on. And, and unfortunately, the, these criminals that are taking down black, white, any, any nationality – they they when they're in that desperate situation, I mean you gotta keep in mind this is a human being and another human being, and if they're trying to kill the cop to get away, well then that cop has the right to use force. But in this case right, that but, didn't but, exist. But Mike, but Mike, their use of force is based out of total and complete fear of uh, of a person because of their skin color. There's several depictions of of, of a gentleman with an axe at a cops and they take him down or they, they talk a reason with him. I've seen videos where two officers are fighting with a guy and he takes the baton and beats both of them, gets into the police car and drives away. There's so many other that they, if there is a complete difference yeah. on how law, some, not, not all law enforcement, because keep in mind, my family, there's plenty of law enforcement officials. I'm not saying this. You know, I don't have this uh, you know, blanket discuss for police or anything like that. What I'm saying is that there are some law enforcement officers that out of fear or whatever the case is, uh, they treat black people different. They, you know, and, and those people should not be protected by these this, this blue line that, you know, like even with this whole thing with this officer, Derek Chauvin up in Minneapolis, we all know what the drill is going to be. We know that there's going to be the grand jury. They're going to, you know, they're going to eventually find that, you know, if he is guilty, it's going to be probation. Oh, and no. That's it. Keith, I don't think, listen, I agree with you on 80% of the stuff you've said so far, but there's no way in the world, this guy, I wouldn't be surprised if he kills himself before the trial because there's no way in the world he makes out of the other side of this. He's going to jail. It, it, there's no. nothing third, that they're going to do. There is no way. Third degree murder charge is, is, is just to placate people. Trust me, that's the reason why the other three officers are not being charged. It's just to play. That guy would not be it. If he is found guilty, which would be astonishing, he would definitely not serve any jail time. Here, here, here's one of the sad things: is that you, I get what you're saying. You've had, you've dealt with this for so long that you think that there's a chance this guy's going to get off. That and I, and I oh, and I understand where it's coming from. But here's the thing: I think, and I absolutely agree with you. I think that if this wasn't such a big story, he probably would get off. But yes. to save America, yeah. they yeah. have to put this guy in jail. Like they're yeah. they're forced to. It's not even you know, whether they want to put him in jail, whether they think he's guilty or not. He has to go yeah. to jail so that the world doesn't. The public burn. has already decided yeah. he's going to jail. Well, well, see, the problem with that is, uh, you know, law enforcement has had this long-standing rule: if they start convicting police officers for doing this, then they'd have to go back and review. I mean, this would open up police departments across the country to a whole new scrutiny. Yeah, but they're not going to do that. Keith, I got to tell you, they, they're, it's it's partly uh, because of what you're saying. There's going to have to be a change, and this could be okay. a, this will be the first step. I'm telling you, 
there's there's no way this guy gets through. Hey, I appreciate your call. I got to take some other calls. Thank Thanks. You. Have a great day. Uh, I, I, there's no way in the world, unless some video pops up where you can see this guy was stabbing him in the leg <laughs> while it was happening. There's no way. I don't. I don't think it's possible. Into uh, Keith's point, just so he knows, there was white guys, black guys, and Hispanic guys that all. stopped the guy with the bow and arrow. Yeah, with yeah. the bow and but, arrow. And uh, by but the way, because it was a protest. And and when you look at the protest here in Tampa and any other, it's it's black people, white people, Chinese people, it's everybody yeah. protesting. Oh, and not by the way, rioting. By right. the way, I don't think they were wrong at all. They absolutely absolutely yeah. should stop that guy. Uh, Ryan Redbeard sent me a video. Apparently, that guy was out earlier with a machete, Jesus. walking around with a machete. Uh, real quick, I want to point out that that brings us to this. Oh, I'm sorry. I have my volume down. I looked right at you and I pressed the button like I was super cool and nothing uh, happened. I felt good. It's a Mike Kelton Show Death Pool Update. With my first paid emergency pick, I have taken fired Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. Uh, Great pick. I thought, mm-hmm. and then I saw that there was a, uh, a conflict there between you and Super Agent Tony Burton as to whether or not he was famous enough. Yeah, I'm not even going to argue the point. I'll leave it up to you guys to vote. In- interestingly enough, I said to my wife, I go, oh, I guess Galvin and Tony got into it on Twitter. And she said, why? And I said, because Galvin picked that police officer. And she, and she goes, I think Tony's right. And I went, why? And she goes... It's a celebrity death play. I go, this guy is not a celebrity for good, but he's got celebrity status. And she's like, yeah, but just now, is everyone who makes the news uh, eligible? And I go, yeah. If you're a name Can I that everybody knows. George Zimmerman. Yeah. Was in the death pool. Mm-hmm. Charlie Manson. Was yeah. In the death pool. Uh. Jeffrey Epstein. Was in the death pool. Yeah. Which Tony tried to argue that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was a big deal. But yeah, I'm sure in New York. The the majority of people had no idea who Jeffrey Epstein was until he started, right. you know, coming out about all this stuff, all that stuff. So, I would like to take a vote if we need to on the most famous guy in the world right now. I mean, I don't Derek think we even need to vote on it. Okay, yeah. thank you. If Tony calls in later, we and demands a vote. We can take a vote, but I don't think thank we you. need to vote on it. Gavel it, uh, Jim. Good morning. You're on the Mike the Show. Hey, good morning. How are you, sir? Good. What's happening? Um, not much. I'm a retired law enforcement officer from uh, down here in Tampa a couple of years back. And I just want to chime in on some of this. I think the gentleman that called in earlier was trying to get across some great points. But I can tell you from a cop's point of view, you were dead on on a couple of things you were discussing. Okay. Um, one of the things was I have actually been where they were protesting off of 78th Street in uh, Tampa and had observed some of the protests. There were people that flew in from D.C. and Philadelphia, from Black Panthers and other organized groups, to help that riot spark up and become more violent than it was. Well, let me let me jump in real quick, Jim. Uh, yes, and we've talked about this before, uh, and we also know that George Soros, who uh, has been funding the Democratic Party, has been known to bus people in to increase the size of a, of a protest. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily against that. If you're trying to, there's strength in numbers, and if you're trying to build up a a protest and you want people's attention, filling that up with with people isn't bad. Filling it up with people who are going to set cars on fire is awful. And what we were actually saying was, is that uh, people are inserted into the riot. But this guy was saying, and the theory is, is that the police will make the damage look worse 
in order to be able to justify using violence to fight back. Do you have any insight into that as an ex-officer? Yes, sir. Um, I, I I can tell you right now, I, I'm obviously Caucasian, if you can't tell, but I, I adopted a black son. Okay. And my opinion of this as a cop is, from a lot of courtroom experience, this guy should have been charged with murder, too, right away. There is no cop in the world except a dirty one, and they're less than 1%, that wants this man to get away with this. No cop backs what this guy did. This is not my brother. He is not my family. Oh, he's, he's ruining He's ruining guy. everything for you. He's ruining everything he, for police officers. He, he is a, he's a freaking criminal. Yep. So, But the point that hit home and the reason I hit the call button was just what you were talking about. You don't have the right to steal and claim his justification because of a death. The guy should have been charged with murder, too, because in the courtroom, the lawyers are going to have to argue the culpability of of the other officers on the scene. The Asian gentleman that was trying to keep the crowd back is keeping people from hurting the officers. That's expected. That's going to go in court. He'll be all right. The yeah. Other two wait, let me let me it. let me ask a question real quick. Somebody just uh, said to me that the uh, Asian officer is the brother of the the other cop's wife, who was Asian. I don't I don't know if anybody else hear that or no. Not. I know. Uh, the Asian the, officer, the guy, the guy that you, the guy with the, who put his knee in the guy's neck, Derek Chauvin. Yeah, Derek. He, uh, the Asian officer that was with him, is his brother-in-law. Oh, but I don't. That, I, that's somebody's emailed me. I don't yeah, because his true. wife said his wife divorce. Yeah. So oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I wanted to just put that out there. Go ahead, sir. No, that's fine. I'm glad. I'm glad you did. I love it when you can have a good conversation about stuff. Yep. The other thing people aren't understanding is they're not getting level of training. I'm not going to be rude, but there are departments that are just podunk. Yeah. And those poor guys go to the range twice a year, whether they like it or not, and that's their training. Yeah, they put uh, one. They put five school. bullets into the target, and then they turn it in, and they go, "There you go." Exactly, and congratulations, Jeb. You're a you're a cop still, yeah. and and that's the way that goes. Hillsboro, you have weeks of training a year that you go to driving, confrontation, oh, uh, I, diversity. I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand, sir. I've been out to the sheriff's training facility, and I've seen the daily stuff that they do out there. There's nothing going on. Peaceful time, but we're practicing uh, clearing out houses. We're practicing. We're training the dogs. I mean, I, that's that is a full on uh, uh, training facility. I'm glad. I'm glad you got a chance to see all that. And I just, like I said, I, I'll, I'll get off the air so you can have some uh, space with somebody else. But I just, I really appreciate you taking the time and um, laying that out the way you are. Well, thank you. I, so much, yeah. Like I said, those nobody. That Wars badge supports that individual. Yeah, I agree. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, So I have it here. Snopes says that uh, Derek Chauvin's wife, Kelly, does have a brother who is a police officer, but it is not. I was not that guy. Yeah, it's not. It seemed like I would have heard that a million times if if that was the case. Uh, I'm happy to take your phone calls. The 800 lines are open, 800-771-1025. As much as I enjoy talking to people and getting their sides that was certainly insightful from a former police officer and uh the first caller we had but there is nobody there is nobody that is going to be able to call here and tell me today that what happened on saturday night at usf uh up by the mall there uh had anything to do with with mr floyd or with the protest that was nothing more than punk ass criminal kids 
that should all go to jail. They should, they should around. I mean, I know they can't. I know they can't. But should have rounded them all up, taken them, taken them somewhere, taken them to the Sun Dome, and and locked them all in the Sun Dome overnight. And uh, there's no way that, that that those animals had any reason to be there. Now, there was a uh, a good protest that the mayor was involved in. That the people were out there. They got together. Black people, white people, Chinese people, whoever was out there, and they all marched together to say, "Hey." What happened to this guy was wrong, and uh, we are not as we are as black people aren't going to stand for it, and we as other citizens are not going to stand for it, and we're gonna we're gonna all be together on this. So you want to get together, maybe not in this city because it's not big enough, but you want to do it like say in San Francisco, and you want to get ten thousand people, and you all meet up at the entrance of the Golden Gate Bridge, and then you walk across that Golden Gate Bridge in the middle of rush hour traffic. And you get right to the center span and you sit down and sing Kumbaya for the next two hours and completely shut the city down. That's a protest. That's what gets people's attention. That's what F's things up people in their lives where they go, why are we doing this? What do we have to pay attention to? That is a good protest. Burning down a sporting goods store in your own neighborhood is absolutely ridiculous and there's and there's nobody that's going to be able to tell me that i'm wrong but i certainly certainly will give you the opportunity to do that if you would like uh there was somebody that had something to say that was on hold that hung up and i can't remember what it was oh somebody was calling about uh george floyd's autopsy report have you heard about that yeah that he had other pre-existing conditions Mm -hmm. let me tell you something pre-existing conditions won't kill you if they're not aggravated by a knee on your neck for eight minutes. So well, please don't try to say that. Here's what the thing is. Uh, by the way, George Floyd's family disputes the autopsy findings, and they're having the expert. Uh, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, the what's the guy? Ba- ba- um, the g- Michael Band something. or something? No, something. The so, guy that the guy that said that Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. <laughs> yes, right. The yeah. guy, the main guy. When you think autopsies, that's the guy. Whatever. Well, the medical examiner says there is no physical findings of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation. The medical examiner says Floyd likely died from a compilation of uh, police restraint, underlying health conditions, and any potential intoxicants in his system. Yeah, okay. An official autopsy report has not been released yet, so Floyd's having their own, the family is having their own independent autopsy. Michael Baden is the uh, doctor, and the thing is is that the guy guy has a a pre-existing condition, the guy is on drugs or whatever, and he... When he says to the officer, "I can't breathe," I'm, I'm. I mean, he starts calling out for his mother. That's when you have to go when he's already in handcuffs and say, "Okay, put him in the car, get an ambulance, do right. something." He's, you know, they, don't even try that. That's insane. Um, all right, let me. I'm just going to start at the top and run through the phone calls. Rick, go ahead. Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning. What's up, Rick? Listen, so um, going back to what happened at USF and Fowler and all of that. I think you got to date back to other riots that this has been going on for the beginning of time, basically. When you look at the cry for help, it basically is last resort. So if you want to take standard protesters that just want to stand around and sing Kumbaya and get together and not do anything, or think that that's going to make a statement, the problem that you have with that is nothing gets done. It's not a big enough it's not a I, I, sorry, I, I would think that Martin Luther King would disagree with you. Things get done. Attention gets paid and things get done. You, this Burning down 
a sporting goods store is not helping anybody. And certain, let me tell you what it did in the beginning of the day. My heart was was going out to the family and all these people, and the, I was moved by how many people that are not really directly related were able to get up and go out and and march because they felt so hurt by this and they felt bad for other people and they felt bad for black people and then by saturday night at at, you know midnight i was like i hope they all get shot today i hope that everybody out there in that parking lot gets what's coming to them because they're endangering everybody's life it give it is the complete opposite of what they're hoping for with the protest it is making everybody angry it is making everybody scared it's not doing any good for anyone well, understandable, but you also got to look at it like this. There's so much misinformation out there about how these riots and everything are getting started. So, like, if you're looking at things that are on the, you know, let's say on Facebook videos that are getting taken down, you have a lot of people that are saying that these riots and things that are going past and above and beyond a protest are being started, by, let's just say, people who have a different ideology and are trying to... I- I, I get that. I get that, sir, but I'm not going by that. What I'm going by is I watched a live video from WFLA-TV that had a helicopter over the mall. They zoomed in on the K&G fashion store. I watched those guys run up there while the cops were immediately to their left. They ran up there. They threw things through the window, and they ran in, grabbed stuff, and ran out. The cops were forced to run in there after them. Smoke bombs are going off. They, like, what, is, what does that have to do with anything? The guy's got a the guy's ran away with a couple of coats, probably ladies' well, coats that don't even fit him. Good. Well, from 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 the beginning riots when this all started, let's just say from Rodney King and everything on down the line from there. What you have to understand is they're trying to put materialistic things above lots of people. And that's the reason why things like that happen. Because if if the news is more worried and concerned about, let's say, a sporting goods store that's going to be open in the future or whatever it may be. That's one thing. But to hold that higher than the actual reason why all of that is happening, that's something totally different. But there's the not – you've got to understand even, that the, the, reason, the people, reason why Champs people, is burning down is not because this guy died. That's not it. The reason why – that guy died and why champs is on fire it should not be related there's no if you ask me it's in reverse why is champs on fire because there's a bunch of animals down there that set it on fire i'm sorry sir but your argument is terrible because they're taking an opportunity they're using floyd's exactly. death yeah. to take an opportunity to do what they want to do you know you know when you get it it's like it's it's like having a substitute teacher. You know you can get away with a little more than you normally do. And you keep pushing and pushing until you see where you're going to break the substitute teacher, and then you know how far you're going to go. That's where they're at. you got to think that, uh, you know, I have no idea, but you got to think Floyd's family is probably like, stop doing that. Yeah. You're yeah. taking away from right. the, the point of this whole thing is that our son was murdered by a police officer when he was saying that he couldn't breathe, and you're in robbing a place and setting it on fire. For what? Like, what does that do? If you have if you have a group of people and those group of people are are uh, watching and feeling bad and suddenly going, you know what? Maybe I'm a white guy. I, I, don't, I don't know what it's like to live that life. I Maybe they're right. I mean, look at I'm watching it now. They say it happens all the time, but now I'm getting the scene on video, and this is not the first one. This is like the third one this year. Maybe something's going on, and you're like, "Oh my God, it's 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 working. It's it's getting in the minds of people who are who are you know uh, at the opposite end of the beliefs." Then Saturday night, that same guy is like, "Well, look at these animals. Mm-hmm. Now you know why the police are out there, and you're doing this, blah blah blah." blah. 
I I don't I don't uh, hate anybody. I don't hate anybody. I do have one group that I I particularly hate, so I shouldn't say that. I don't hate anybody based on race or religion. I hate kids. I hate teenage kids. <laughs> teenage kids are such punks. Tw- and I shouldn't even say teenagers. Teenagers are actually pretty good. It's that. 20 to 24 year old jerk off that I hate guys and girls. It's that I'm invincible. I'm an adult now. I know how the world operates pieces of garbage. And I, I mean, white kids, black kids, uh, Lionel, uh, said to me one time, uh, uh, I think I talked about this, but my son, he's like, I watch you and your son on Facebook and you and your kids. And it's, it's wonderful. You have a great relationship. I said, it's, it's awesome. He goes, just a heads up in a couple of years, your son's going to be an asshole. And I go, what, what, why would you say that about my son? He goes, it's not your son. It's it's science. He said, you ever hear the term roid rage when steroids guys get roid rage? I go, of course. He goes, that's what's happening to your son. When he goes through puberty, he gets all those those um, testosterone, testosterone and all that yeah. build up, and they don't know how to handle it, and they turn into jerk-offs. And that's what you're going to have to deal with. <clears throat> I'm starting to see it a little bit. Uh, my son's <laughs> starting to be a little bit of a jerk-off sometimes. And that's how it goes. When you're when you've lived through that, and then you're kind of in your twenties, and also in your twenties, you kind of feel like, wait a second, I'm an adult. I don't really have anything. I'm not a hundred percent sure where my life is going. You're already scared living day to day, and you're like, yes, uh, who do I? Who am I mad at? The cops. I'm mad at this guy, and you want to just latch on to anything. And these guys that were out, I would imagine, if you were able to round up. All the people at USF and get a mean age. The mean age of the thousand people that were out there is probably going to be somewhere around twenty-eight, and that's that's why because most of them are just a bunch of young, opportunistic little scared punks who decided they wanted to get some really awful clothes from the K and G fashion. Store. Okay, Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, good morning. Hey, Michael. This is Joshua. We spoke the other day. Uh, I got the NY EMF. Um, I just wanted to chime in. I've actually experienced a couple of riots in my life. Um, one, when I was a, one of those dumb teenagers you're talking about. Yep. I was uh, 17, and I moved to New York. I left Clearwater, actually Oldsmar, um, to move to the Bronx. And it was around Halloween. And it started out as a nice day. We were throwing eggs at each other, and we had egg fights and shaving cream and everything. As night got as it started getting later in the evening, it started ending up in bottle fights because they couldn't get any eggs in the store. Nope. And next thing you know, I mean, you have one block fighting the next block with eggs, and then it becomes bottles. And then next thing you know, when it gets darker, you got a couple of opportunist people that start running into stores and snatching grab was the saying that they did. You know, and I don't condone any of it. Um, I wasn't part of it, but I witnessed sure. a lot of it. Sure. You know, so you get you get mentality. you get mob mentality. You get bored. You start feeling like we can do anything we want. When I was eighteen, I went to St. Leo. I set a dumpster on fire. I don't know why. We were just bored one night. Exactly. We're like, you yeah. Do and, dumb and stuff. It's just dumb stuff you do as kids, and and all it takes is one bad apple to start doing something for another dummy who doesn't understand that you know this is somebody else's property that you're defacing and doesn't really give a crap about it, yeah, you know? So yeah. Yeah, that's, I, I actually ended up getting arrested that evening. Mind you, I just moved to Florida, not even a week in, and it's Halloween, and I see these kids, they're beating this guy that just got out of the train station, 
And I'm like, what's going on? And then I see a whole bunch of people running. And then I go to help the guy up. And next thing I know, somebody grabs me by my hood. So I just turn around and swing. And boom, all I feel is a whole bunch of people on top of me. And then I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to kick my butt. And then I feel handcuffed. And I said, oh, thank God, it's the police. (laughs) You're the first first guy to be pulled out of a riot in handcuffs. It's just, thank (laughs) God. I appreciate the call, my man. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you should have brought out your bow and arrow. That probably would have fixed everything. <laughs> Nate, good morning. Hello? Good morning, Mike. What's up, Nate? Um, well, I, I've been watching on for the past week, like you guys, and I just, uh, I, the more and more I see of the police reaction in all of these different cities, I mean, it, it's just disgusting how much brutality the police have responded to the protesters with okay hold on hold on hold on hold on on. show me show me hold on just stop for a second because i I didn't watch everything i did see a couple of things i watched the uh i was i was appalled by the police officers in new york who drove through the crowd i don't know if you saw that yes sir Uh, oh yes sir i i actually have seen four separate incidents of police driving into crowds and i was also Um, appalled that the mayor de blasio said yeah we reviewed it and we realized that the uh, police were surrounded and they were trying to move the crowd back and eventually they're gonna have to go through and i was like are you insane are you insane you just you're just you're saying that it was okay for for them to uh to possibly kill these people I mean, because they didn't just edge through; they gunned it after a while. So I, so, so, but I'm not there. I don't know the position that they were in. But let's talk about Tampa for a second, uh, let, because yes, that was what I could pay close attention to. You cannot say. I, I mean, I watched these police officers get incendiary devices thrown at them and get hit with them, and they just pick them up or kick them over there and check on each other, to make sure they're okay, and then get back in line. I, I would have, as a citizen, I would have shot both of those guys. I would have tackled them and, and taken them and put them in the squad car. I mean, like, I'm not really sure what violence you're talking about by the police. Hey, there's no crowd. There's no violence. Right. Tampa, I, I, live, I live in Plant City, and, and quite frankly, things were getting a little close even over here in Plant sure. City last night. But but even with all that in mind, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at it from a perspective of these are these are people that, that literally feel put down on and, and – literally at war. I mean, their people are being killed in the streets for no good reason. And every single time it happens, well, you don't know the whole story, or maybe there's something where the police get covered up, uh, or, you know, again, just look with, with Floyd's death. I mean, they're, they're saying, you know, well, he re- resisted arrest, and then the video came out, well, he didn't really resist arrest. Well, there's other conditions why he died. No, you put his knee, your knee on his neck, and this is just a constant thing with the police protecting their brothers still, in blue. And still it, has nothing to do with why why champs was on fire on Saturday night, there's no correlation right. between the two. And, and again, if if you feel like the whole country is burning down, we are literally at war with each other. Because you you could care less if I live or breathe. Well, hold on, let me what, let me jump in real point? quick. I I I I don't know you, but I care if you're alive or if you need help with something. I'll be the I'll, I'll help. Yeah, well, maybe not you, but other people. Well, I'm kidding. Right. But hold on. Well, it, but well, let me just jump, let me finish my thought. The, I don't. There. This is the first incident where I'm sure that I would say a hundred percent of the people that I've talked to agree that the cop was wrong, that we have a problem, and everybody is actually, for the first time, on the same side. And 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 every and so much more could be done 
when people's eyes are open to what the real problem is, and then all of a sudden everything is negated by what happens at night. There, there is no the, the the burning down of people's businesses at night. I, I mean, they're burning down white businesses, black businesses, corporate businesses, small businesses. They don't care about the people. They don't care about that. And, and it's not because they're so angry at what happened with in Minneapolis. It's because they feel like they can get away with it now, and they might be able to grab a couple of TVs out of a Best Buy. There's no correlation between the two, and there's no way to justify that what they're doing is okay. There's nobody that you can say it's because of this, but you can't justify it. Well, I think that uh, it, until there is actual, visible, real change, not just us talking about us coming together, but real change, I, I think that anything like that would be justified. because How? What you know, is it we're accomplishing? Talking about that today. What is it accomplishing? We're, I mean, we're, we're having this conversation today, and not just here, but all across the nation. And you know what? If, if burning down a couple stores that people are insured for, hey, you know what? Burn them down because we're talking about this now, and hopefully, you know maybe what? You're, our you're 100% wrong. First of all, something. we were talking about it last week when it was just uh, a murder. We were talking about it. We were having sympathy. We were we were enlightened. We were relating to it. We were talking about it last week. Now, the people that were on the edge of saying, hey, maybe I was wrong. Maybe Colin Kaepernick had a point. Maybe the people kneeling had a point. Those people are now like, oh, screw it, Atlanta. Look what they did. They just burned down the mall. They're, they're, there's no there's no correct reason for that to happen. I'm but sorry. But also, real quick, the uh, tell me why they're not just breaking into government buildings. What, uh, what do you mean? If the, they're the so people? mad, why aren't they breaking into government well, they buildings? Did, they did uh, set but, uh, the police station on fire. Only government buildings. Yeah. You know why? Uh, Nothing to steal. Uh, that's, what are you going to get? True. File cabinets? Yeah. yeah. Some night vision goggles? Yeah. Uh, I mean, a bunch of papers? True. <laughs> yeah. That's why. I mean, if you're mad at the yeah. police and you're mad at the government, bra- break into the government buildings mm-hmm. and smash them up and do everything. But you won't because they don't have TVs and clothes and shoes and everything else that are in there. And the other thing is that uh, it's not it's not businesses that are all necessarily insured. And in this case, up at the mall, I would imagine that the K and G and the Champs and those stores are insured. But when you looked at you look at Minneapolis and you look at Los Angeles and you look at Chicago and New York, uh, a lot of these businesses are just uh, uh, you know small businesses that sometimes can't afford that kind of insurance. Uh, <laughs> the best is do you do you see what happened in New York? They were robbing the Chanel store. That they they, oh, were, yeah. they were robbing Louis Vuitton yeah. in the Chanel store, and they they were going in there and they were stealing everything in the store. That's not a protest. That's a robbery. Right. That's you a robbery. The, is what that you is. You see the cheesecake factory? Yeah. No. Guy walking oh, out with yeah. cheesecake oh. like this, like on a plate, just a cheese. I got a cheesecake. My soulmate. <laughs> Listen, I've been to cheesecake factory a lot, but I would rob Bassanos first. Oh, oh my god, yeah. tell me about for it. For sure. I'm thinking about doing it on this weekend. No, yeah. don't. Um, <laughs> Seriously though, uh, the, those people who are robbing the Chanel. The best is so you know those those city bikes that we have here, mm-hmm. where you can just pick one up, go, and then right. leave it wherever you leave it. Uh, they have little baskets in the front, and there were actually people on city bikes with Chanel stuff in their basket. They were yeah. using the city bikes to rob the Chanel store. Unreal. Uh, listen, uh, Chanel probably has insurance. I get it, and uh, but but if somebody can say to me, "Well, they broke the glass on this window because they were angry and." It was a large crowd, and it got out of hand. But when you start telling me that they went in and robbed Chanel and took all the purses out of there and ran out of there, 
there's, there's nobody that's going to be like, well, yeah, in honor of George yeah, Floyd. Yeah, this is for George Floyd. Yeah. He was a real big fan of Chanel, you guys. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, you people that are on hold, stay on hold. I'll take some more phone calls as we go on, but let's do some more news, and then I'll go back to the phone calls, and we'll get through this and talk to as many people as we can today. Uh, there has been other stuff going on what? in the world. The SpaceX launch happened on Saturday, and the astronauts arrived at the space station yesterday morning. It's the first time astronauts have launched from U.S. soil since 2011. It was the first time a private company has ever put people into orbit. Uh, we have some of the video up on Bone TV. And uh, President Donald Trump, while speaking at the manned SpaceX launch on Saturday, Trump took a few minutes to speak out about the death of George Floyd. Here is what he had to say about that. The death of George Floyd on the streets of Minneapolis was a grave tragedy. It should never have happened. It has filled Americans all over the country with horror, anger, and grief. I stand before you as a friend and ally to every American seeking justice and peace. And I stand before you in firm opposition to anyone exploiting this tragedy to loot, rob, attack, and menace. Healing, not hatred, justice, not chaos, are the mission at hand. Uh, yeah, I agree with him. A little too late. Yeah. Uh, I had to tell you, uh, you at this time, you look to your leader to try and be the guy to 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 you know get out there and speak and soften this up and do that. And Trump's not that guy. A I, couple I, I things. don't think he has that in him. Right. And I'm not saying it makes him a bad guy. He's not the orator that Barack Obama was. He can't. And people automatically want to hate him as it is. So it's it's kind of hard for him to be. He that made guy. a phone call to the Floyd family, and uh, George Floyd's brother said that. It was like he wouldn't even listen to him. Like he couldn't get edge uh, word in edgewise and stuff. That he just wanted to say his thing and, and get off his, the phone. He made his phone call. But then yeah. also, did you see about him talking about the uh, protesters outside of the uh, White House? No. About if they, uh, you know, that they have young Secret Service and they're changing them out and they're ready to go and these guys are the best. And if they got over the fence, you're going to see dogs that you've never seen before. They're yeah. so vicious. Yeah. And we have weapons that you've never seen before. It's he's he's nuts man he literally said that they're loving it yeah in the tweet like he said they're that, into it yeah he goes he's like the the young secret service they love this they think this is great that was his tweet that's that's insane yeah well, you're insane. inciting people yeah i mean you know it's insane but you know what if i was going up against joe biden i'd say whatever i wanted to too there's no way he's gonna lose to joe biden <laughs> nope there's no way and you, you know you just wish that in a time like this you would get you want a guy to come out and make you feel better, make everybody feel better, and say, you know, you want the president from uh, Independence Day. You want him to yeah. come out and say, mm-hmm. this is this is a horrible tragedy. I'm going to use everything in my power, everything in my power as a president to make sure that something like this never happens again. My eyes have been open to it. I see it, and I'm going to help. Please stop rioting. It's not gonna. It's not going to help anything. I'm working on it. I'm going to try. And you're like, all right, maybe, maybe you know. There's no, he doesn't have it in him, and nobody would buy it even if he did. Uh, Taylor Swift went on Twitter and accused President Trump of, quote, stoking the fires of white supremacy and threatening violence. Uh, she added that we'll vote him out in November. In three days, Taylor's tweet attracted more than 2.1 million likes and over 452,000 retweets. Within five hours of posting it, it became the most liked tweet of all time. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, She's got the record. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Swizzle. Yeah.
Good By the way, I, I always listen to uh, Khalid. Khalid? Oh. How do you say it? Not Khalid. the DJ? DJ or? Not the DJ. Oh. Oh. Khalid. Khalid has, I pulled up a, a song. He's got over a billion listens on one. Like, I looked at the number. I'm like, I can't figure out what's going on here. <laughs> it's the first time I ever saw a billion listens. To That's a, a lot of numbers. So many oh, sales. <laughs> was it Amazing. any good? Did you like the song? No, I no, was like, of garbage. all songs, this is no Justin Bieber. <laughs> mm. I true. thought Justin Bieber would be the first one in the billion, Bieber Billions, but it was not. <laughs> Did you try to go to the SpaceX, like he said, on Saturday? Well, yeah, I, I looked it up, and there was still a 40% chance of yeah. the weather cancellation. I called Spanish, and I said, I don't think it's going to happen. It looked like, did you watch the whole thing? Because well, we watched, and it was garbage, and then all of a sudden, it just opened but up. But all morning, they kept saying, garbage, probably yeah. not going to happen, probably not going to happen, probably not going to happen. So we hopped in the car, and Oof. we're going to drive over there. Me, the wife, and the kids were driving over there. We got all the way to Orlando, to the part of I-4, where you get off I-4 and start heading towards, like, the coast. Parking lot. And, like, traffic started backing up on I-4, and I'm, list- I'm looking on Twitter, and they're like, it's still a 50-50 chance. And then we got to the point where, like, Waze is backing us up. And, like, well, if we get there now, we're going to be, like, pulling over on the side of the road, and it might not happen. So we literally we drove an hour and 40 minutes and turned around and drove an hour and 40 oh. minutes back home. Oh, wow. And That's then, it, then we, get, we finally get back to Tampa, and it's going off, and <laughs> the one time that uh, I, my dad, my brother, and my dad's friend went out there, I met them out there. We they went out the night before and stayed in an RV. That was that's the way to do that's it. The thing. Yeah. We uh, tried to do like impulse last minute thing. Yeah. My Contact. buddy, he lives up. He's he said you can hear it from well, his apartment. I, I was I was ready to go. I yeah, was like, yeah. we'll drive out there, and then they they were like, it's still the weather's still awful, yeah. and it probably is not going to happen. Uh, like, I got to tell you, I thought this was the coolest thing ever, especially when they were showing the astronauts inside the capsule, and everything was touchscreen. Yeah. The future, the man. The Tesla rocket. Oh, my God. <laughs> no more switches and knobs and dials. Uh, Frank, good morning. You're on the Mike Calta Show. Good morning. Hey, um, you know, for whatever reason, I must have been following social media a lot, but this has got my attention now. Okay. We never did before, and it's different. But the one caller that said, hey, you know, they justify it. Some of these businesses have insurance. You know, that maybe have been my mindset, but when somebody starts coming into residential and they hit your home yep. and then you realize what this looting really does, that's when you get a different perspective. It's also will, it's also when I'm you get a lot bandwagon. of it's also when you get a lot of dead people, sir, because in Florida there's way too many people that are prepared to, to uh protect their kids and protect their home by killing whoever is trying to come in and loot. Unlike these stores that are usually empty and they say, Ah, oh, we got insurance, there's gonna be a bunch of dead people if that starts happening. That's true, and I have, I've geared up. But I tell you what, I am on the bandwagon for we need change, and and I it woke me up too, whatever it took. But I'm there now. I've known it's existed, but it's BS. Um, what's been going on, and I'm willing to be more of a solution. And this would be we're so split politically. If we could come together for this reason, racism or whatever you want to call it, we need to be together as a country. And that's almost exciting to think maybe we could find a common cause. And actually, do something about a problem. It's the only thing that, that would. It's the only it. thing that would fix it, sir. You're you're a hundred percent right. I appreciate your call. But I love you guys. You keep me going. I like JP and Roger. But thank thank you guys for being there. You love you. Thank you, pal. Appreciate Take it. Take care.
Uh, Chuck, one of our listeners, emailed me with a pretty good point. He said the guy talking about the insurance and stuff, he said many commercial insurance policies have exemptions for damage caused by war, civil disobedience, riots, etc. So a lot of those businesses could could uh, be screwed. Yeah, people who want to just be like, well, they have insurance. Yeah. Oh, because what do you think? Insurance shows up that afternoon and goes, well, here's uh, $2 million. It should yeah. cover everything. Uh, they're also the people that say, oh, just write it off. Yeah. yeah. Get what, what do you mean write it off? By the way, <laughs> the insurance, if that happens and they do have the insurance, their policy policy goes up. Yeah. They have to pay more. They may have to let people go because they can't afford it, depending on the size of the business, you know, whether it's a small business or whatever. But, you know, uh, that's how that happens. It's so it's shame, not just uh, insurance. Yeah. Did he, you guys see anything about the D.C. blackout that's going on right now? Yes. So I haven't been able to find any legit news sources. Right. It. It's a lot of stuff on social media saying that there's a blackout, that their phones aren't working, yeah. the power is out, all this Snapchat stuff. Snapchat apparently is the big one pushing all this because people are trying to find out but how do we know that's if everything's shut down, your phones are shut down, how are we getting Snapchats? I don't know. Well, that's the thing. They're, nobody's getting Snapchats, and they're saying that the uh, the uh, the traffic cameras in Washington, D.C. are showing hours-old footage right now, and that was from an hour ago. Mm. Uh, they're saying that it's a total media blackout. But Get yeah, Alex nothing Jones is, on the phone. Yeah, nothing is happening. Uh, it's happening right now. They're shutting off all the traffic cams. Oh, weird, man. Yeah. Uh, if we don't have enough stuff going on, a group of monkeys in India attacked a lab well, employee you got and, me really nervous for a and stole blood samples of patients who tested positive for coronavirus. It's not clear if the monkeys can contract coronavirus uh, when they come in contact with the infected blood, though. I read that, and I thought uh, I thought there's no way this story is real. Yeah. Uh, right? That's outbreak. Yeah. What is going on? The, yeah. monkeys just, the monkeys are being trained steal the stuff yeah they get they train one to get a baby the other day they're training it now to go get the virus uh johnny gregoric one of the country's best middle distance runners is now the holder of a unique world record on saturday he put on a pair of blue jeans and ran a mile in his jeans how fast what's it do you know what a good mile is five minutes five minutes is an unbelievable mile yeah, yeah. so in jeans he, he ran a seven minute mile all the six minutes six minutes carmen in jeans, I'll go 6.45. Four minutes and six seconds. Wow. Uh, but he burned some, a hole right through <laughs> We his have leg. some video up on Bone TV of this guy just trucking wearing jeans. Uh, the previous record for the blue jean mile was four minutes, 11 seconds. That was held by Dylan Maggard. So uh, Johnny is the new record holder there. You know what's so funny is that uh, I just assumed that his jeans were going to have a huge hole between the legs because... <laughs> My chub rub will cause that, but his aren't even touching. Yeah. Look at his legs don't even don't even rub together. Yeah, he's probably like five uh, eleven, about one hundred and twenty pounds uh, or something. What a what a jerk, <laughs> uh, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. Um, I've been so I've been watching the footage of these protests on TV and on Twitter and people's own accounts that they post on. But I was watching the Tampa feed. And after the protesters cleared out, you, the cameras, the streets looked pretty much empty. And they would zoom in to stores, and you would see small groups of looters. And then over time, the the crowds grew. Yeah. So that was completely separate from the protesters. Yeah, that's the problem is they're getting lumped in together. The protesters, I'm fine with. I'm not even, I don't even mind if the protesters do a peaceful protest that F's up things in order to get attention, like F's up traffic or stops a, an event or something like that. That's how you get attention. But uh, those protesters, I would say a small percentage of the protesters were involved in the looting on and the riots on Saturday night. They're they're not the same group of people. We definitely we definitely know that for sure. I mean, these people are are there in the daytime 
for a cause and to show their support, and these people at night are to take advantage of the fact that there's a little bit of leniency going on and that they might be able to walk away with a couple pairs of sneakers. Yeah, exactly. It's horrible. Like when I even, yeah, even after the crowd grew, like at the mall, I saw all the cars there honking their horn. I didn't see one sign. I saw nothing. I just saw people there yeah. looking, just waiting. Yeah, that's, I mean, a lot of them are, hey, what are you doing tonight? I don't know. I heard there's some people over at the mall. Let's go check it out. And then before you know it, they're calling their friends. You're not going to believe this. And then, uh, yeah. hey, come on down here. I think we're going to storm the mall. We might be. And then that grows and grows and grows. And then people are like, look at those protesters. Those aren't protesters. Those are animals. Those are animal mm-hmm. animal criminals is what those are. I appreciate you call, Pumpkin. Hopefully things get back to normal today. Uh, well, this is getting back to normal a little bit. When the pandemic started, Costco had pulled their famous free samples for safety. Yeah, I remember. Well, they're coming back. Costco yeah. says they'll be returning sometime in the middle of this month. They'll be a little different, though. The CFO of Costco didn't give specifics, but he did say, quote, it's not going to be where you just go and pick up a sample with your fingers. So it's going to be a little bit different. They'll okay. probably have, like, tongs and hand it to you and do something like that. Listen. That's a that is a return to normalcy. Evidently, phase three of the uh, of the pandemic reopening is 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 riots. That was yeah, because, burning stuff because down. all of a sudden nobody cares about the pandemic, right. and everybody's like, "All right, we're open now." By the way, let's see the uh, spike coming in here in the next couple of weeks yeah. with all these people being out. Uh, we'll ooh, see. Wouldn't that be wonderful if all those people in the uh, in the parking lot all got corona. No, because yeah. then it's more it. chance of us getting Yeah, it. and the yeah. thing is, is these are people coming in. If they are coming in from out of state, Traveling we don't know what states doing, they're yeah. coming in from, you know? Yeah. Uh, the pandemic has brought back the tuna melt. Ooh. Apparently mentions of it are up 30% on social media since March. Uh, the ingredients are all things that are fairly easy to get right now. Tuna melts don't require fresh meat or produce. Just canned tuna, mayo, cheese, and bread. So apparently a lot of people are doing the tuna melts. I love a good tuna melt. Yeah, yeah. same. My Hate mom it. makes a good tuna melt. The idea of mixing cheese with tuna grosses me. Oh. So what you got to do is you got to get the bread and the cheese toasted without the tuna mm. on it. And then, and then put the tuna. Yeah, and then that's how I always do it. Uh, what do you go for, uh, tuna melt or patty melt? Oh, patty melt if I have the choice. Patty tuna melt? melt. Yeah. Tuna melt? I don't know what a patty melt is. Patty melt like a burger. It uses but a hamburger yeah. on bread instead of oh, a bun. Yeah, but I'll it's got like that. the sourdough bread. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take yeah. that. I'll take yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I like, I'll take a nice tuna fish sandwich. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I don't yeah. get my cheese. But you get what are you putting in your tuna? A little mayo, a little celery, a little onion, a little pepper. Celery. celery. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a fan of celery. I uh, do celery. I mean, I do like celery. I don't like celery like in tuna. I don't think that's good. Uh, pickle's real good. Dill See, pickle, chop it up. Yeah. I know you don't like them, Galvin, but I'm a huge fan. Green peppers in your tuna fish are delicious. Mm. They add a little extra crunchy crunch. Come back around to green peppers. Yeah. Yes. You are? Yeah. My I'll old take age. a red pepper, but I ain't even green for green uh, Oh, I like the I like yeah. the little uh, red and orange, the sweet peppers or whatever. Yeah, the little baby ones. I'm telling you right now, listen to me. Uh, cream cheese, feta cheese, chives. Mix it all together. Cut up those little uh, sweet peppers. Dip them in there. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. Enjoy it, everybody. <laughs> uh, one of UFC's greatest champions appears to set to give away his title. John Jones, a longtime light heavyweight champ, tweeted Sunday that he plans to relinquish his belt and take time off from the octagon. Yeah. And what? Don't make it like because you just decided to go on vacation. It's because you can't stop doing drugs. No, it's because he's fighting with Dana White about money and stuff. Yeah, because Dana White's like, I'm not paying you anymore. You keep getting arrested. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, So he tweeted out, quote, to the light heavyweight title, 
Vene Vici, Vene Vidi Vici, I came, I saw, I conquered, Jones wrote on Twitter after noting in a separate uh, tweet. He, it's actually Vene Vidi Cici, I came, I saw, I snorted. Oh. That's what he did. <laughs> he tweeted, bones out. Uh, Jones adamantly denied White's assertion he asked for a specific amount of money. In one social media post on Friday night, Jones went so far as to suggest the UFC release him entirely if his reputation causes the promotion to undervalue me this much. He reiterated that point in a tweet early Sunday morning. Uh, when asked about it, here is what Dana White had to say. We have it up on Bone TV. Check this out. I saw a lot of people saying, like, why can't he make Deontay Wilder money? I mean, like, but he, I mean, you said he's the greatest of all time, right? So being the greatest of all time doesn't mean you get $30 million. Being able to sell. John Jones has done a lot of things to himself. He said in one of his tweets, he was saying that I tarnished his... I tarnished you? You've done a very good job of tarnishing you. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done that. Um, and... Uh, you know, Hunter told him, I'll walk in. You can come in here and walk through the numbers. I'll walk you through all the numbers. And he says, I don't give a f- what the numbers are. I want what I want, and that's it. It's not how life works. Why don't you guys fly back and tell your boss, I don't give a f- what this company makes. This is what I want. You're going to give it to me. See how that f- works out for you. <laughs> He's 100% right. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a business, and if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. Right. It's just like with the uh, uh, women's uh, American soccer team. They want to be paid the same. Well, if you're selling the same amount of tickets, that's fine. But that's the whole thing is it's a business. Nobody's going out there to watch you play soccer. Go play soccer at some park and see how many people turn up to watch you play. It's a business that's promoted, and they sell stuff, and they do everything. If you can bring in that income, then, yes, you're going to get rewarded with a salary above uh, what's normal. You know what I mean? The guys are bringing in that. If the girls can bring in that, uh, you know, that's just the simple simple way business runs. The popularity dictates what you right. can yeah. get. That's but- why. That's why some players... Who are better than others make more money. Yeah. I make more money now than I did, uh, you know, twenty years ago when I first started in radio. Sure. You know, it, and why? Because the radio station makes more money. I make That's more money doing this, being on a morning show, than I did when I first started in overnights. Yeah. Because mornings make more money for the station than overnights do. Because they could sell commercials, yeah. right. For more money. That's yeah. how it works. The funny thing is, probably Dana White has been one of the biggest. People on John Jones' side. He, he oh, certainly has multiple chances to come yeah. back, and like he's defended him and said, "Listen, remember I'm gonna- when they moved the whole UFC yes. just to accommodate John yeah. Jones?" And all the other fighters were like, "I already have hotel room. Like yeah. my family bought tickets. Yeah. I'm not making millions of dollars. Yeah. I have to go back to my normal day job." You know what I mean? And that we had to pay for all this stuff. Now you're moving this whole event just because John Jones, the multimillionaire, wants you to move it. And you can Crazy. argue that John Jones has cost the UFC even more money because remember he, he was going to fight DC and it got they pulled out because the drug test literally hours before like right after the weigh in is yeah and they had to cancel the entire thing but Dana White's always come back and say hey I'm going to give the guy another chance he's 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 a good guy well, because, also because he knows he's going to he's, he's a great right. champion he's going to sell tickets you know he's got to if if you get a guy who who isn't really valuable and isn't making money, and he gets arrested, they're gonna be like, "All right, get that guy out of here." At one point, he was he was literally the face of the UFC. He was yeah. gonna be the guy. He had the big Nike contract. And well, do you remember we just we discussed it? I, I didn't think he was ever gonna fight in the UFC again. Yeah, I thought he was done because it was like his second or third time. Yeah. 
of stuff happening with cocaine and car accident and groping and well, blah, blah, blah. And every time, like, oh, there's no way he comes back from this, and Dana would still let him come back in and he'd get the title back and defend. He's, he's a bum. Crazy. Uh, the fifth episode of Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian, which goes behind the scenes of Disney, Disney Plus breakout Star Wars series, revealed uh, several early drawings of fan-favorite character Baby Yoda, or the child, you want to call him. Uh, first design that is rather unsettling. Uh, uh, John Favreau said, we got lots of drawings. Uh, some of them were too cute. Some of them were too ugly. And some of them were the wrong proportions. Here's a few of the different ones. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Ooh, that's oh. a scary little Baby Yoda. But, uh, there's another one. That's more of an alien-looking oh. kind of thing. Why'd they make him so scary? I don't know. And then that just that is like, Yoda. That is, yeah, yeah, that's just like a little version of Yoda. And then, of course, they came out with the super cute little baby Yoda yeah, that everybody loves. Which we all want to hold and uh, hug mm-hmm. and feed. Jay, good morning. You're on the Mike Calda Show. What's going on, Calda? Hi, Jay. Well, I hear I hear you keep trying to ask for some clarity on what's going on and what, you know, why is all this going on. So I'm going to try to clarify them. you know, somebody who's in the 89 era. Uh, for you, so to clarify, maybe you'll pick it up a little bit easier. Cause All right. you're beating a dead horse, but True. it seems like you you have your blinders on. I mean, your blinders are there because I've heard a call, caller previous say, you know, um, they burn down or whatever, you know, because life is more than material things, and they're trying to get the economy back up and booming and started this and that. Not saying it's right to go ahead and you know loot or steal, but for the for the cause of you know, we're losing life repeatedly, not being answered, not being justified. You know, people sit back. Because, like, the one point that I made was before that happened in Minnesota, two or three days ago, the city was running fine. But then once you see the people came together, you know, they, they said, enough's enough. We're going to make a stand because they could have did the same in Georgia. But, you know, I guess, you know, people, it was just a buildup. And now it's just trickled out all over the country. So maybe... Like I said, they are putting more effort in trying to get the economy back going, getting money back circulating, where the black life is just getting tossed up under the rug. And it's been tossed up under the rug for years. So now it seems like to me, you know, we have a new generation of, you know, I don't know however you want to call it. We can call it spade a spade, a clown a clown. But a new generation of, you know, uh, black and just righteous people in general and, um, it seems like, you know, this is what it has to come to. You're not hearing us. We marched in the 60s. Marching got us nuts. You, you're still putting us, you know, you're still wrongfully killing. You right, still well, let, me, let, me, let me get in for one second. Let me just ask you a question. Go yes, ahead. marching. Marching. I'm just going to say with you, if you think marching got you nothing, that's fine. Marching got you nothing. What do you think burning down champs is going to get you? But it, obviously, it's going to give us the same effect. We may not get nothing, but now you have to deal. Now you have to see it. Of course, you've seen it. when, Like you're saying, that was a good suggestion. So now it's the San Francisco Bridge. That is, that is something powerful and saying. But at the end of the day, what is, what is that doing when once we move, traffic continues to flow? Once we move, everything continues to go just how it was. Well, I'll but tell now, you. I'll you, tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is, Jay. It's the power of people to get together and show that they can shut a system down, and they could do it peacefully, and they could do it to get the attention that they need. And if they don't feel like it's working, they could do it again, and they can make it bigger. And and people respect that. They respect they respect uh, peaceful protests. They don't. I'm telling you right now, Jay. They don't respect the. And, and and if you can you honestly say can you honestly say Saturday night that those people 
that were angry at the at the cops and yelling at them and then destroying the mall, that those people were there because they're upset with police officers and George Floyd? Or do you think that they just saw an opportunity to go down there and destroy some stuff and get some aggression out? I say 50-50, to be honest. Oh, maybe maybe you're right. That's some a pretty... of them are there for a thrill, uh-huh. but some of them are there for a cause. Like but... I'm saying, I... Okay, go ahead. No, but you and you may be right. Maybe it is fifty-fifty. Maybe some of them are gonna. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna tell these cops how I feel, and I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna protest it. And then it got violent, and it was half and half. Okay, but I'm telling you right now, you you as an adult, not a white adult or a black, as an adult, I start seeing you destroying businesses, and now I'm on the businesses side. Champs didn't do anything. If Champs if Champs came out and said, "Hey, we're only hiring white dudes now, and you guys want to burn Champs down," I get that. But Champs didn't do anything but happened to be uh, geographically located in the wrong place. And now and that right business time. now and that business true. suffers. So what make what so why and I don't care about the material things. I care about the people who work there who are out of jobs right now, mostly probably but, college students. I care about the now, go ahead, go ahead. Let me say this. Now the material is that's what we're getting at. We don't care about the material either. But it seems like the 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 objective and the motivation is to get the revenue back circulating. But let's Let's just have the black life get tossed under, and we're going to just do whatever we got to do. And it's been multiple times. So it has to be a stance. Things have to change. And if nothing's going to change, well, then hell, excuse me, but we're just going to tear it all up and, until something happens. I know that may not do anything, but for other people, they see that this is the only way. We marched a long time ago. We protested, sat down, not moved long time ago. But then, Gal- then what about Galvin's point? Why, if you're going to go destroy something, you go to why aren't you going to government buildings? Why aren't they going to places where they feel like these are the people that are responsible? These are the people, the government, the the, the that's where we're going to attack because there's nothing to steal in there. Well, look, I can't I can't speak for all. I just try to put a little sure. bit of light on how maybe the newer generation is uh, comprehending it and you know breaking it down to themselves yeah. to try to help you because it seems like when. When the guy said all oh, the material and stuff, it's like you just didn't hear him, and you're like, oh, da da da. But it seems like they're valuing that more than the life of a human. I and I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't, and I certainly, I value the human life way more than any material. But, but the thing is, is that I can't justify it. I could hear him say it, but I can't agree with it. I can't agree that that robbing Chanel in Manhattan last night is helping anybody. It's, it's not helping anybody. Guys who walk out of there with handfuls of bags. Just because Chanel didn't do anything to anybody, Chanel is, uh, if anything, uh, Chanel should be in, uh, you know, in trouble for selling bags for so. You want a Chanel purse, save your money and buy one. Or go to Canal Street and get a ripoff one, like everybody did when they were poor. But but, but it's true enough. But now we now we all know the merchandise is marked up. We oh. if, if everything is a, if everything is fair and fair, we sell it at a good price. I mean, I know business, but everybody is cutthroat. It's all cutthroat at a, at a time. You have to say enough is enough and the hell with it. Whatever yeah, but you, has to but go, there's has to no, go. you think there's a time. I mean, you got to keep in mind you're not an animal. You're a human being. There's no time where you could say to yourself, well, I really want that steak, but I, they marked up the price, so I'm just going to take it. That's not what True we enough. do. That's, that, not, that's what not what we do. we do. That's not what we do. But at the end of the day, are you going to keep being overpriced and ripped off? No, I'm gonna go do my. I'm gonna go get something else. I'm gonna go do it a different way. I'm not gonna look. I I know what you're saying. I know the analogy that you're making, and I don't think okay, that. Okay, cool. I don't think that anybody should be like. Uh, we should as as a society, we should have never let what happened to George Floyd happen to anybody else again. And we both know that it's going to happen again. But the fact is, is that you and I talking right now like this, and you enlightening me to some things, and me telling you my side, will go way further 
way further than us beating each other up or us going down and, and uh, setting a building on fire. I mean, this is how this is how we advance. I I I don't know if, if you listen to this show a lot, but I was all over Colin Kaepernick the first time he took the knee. I was like, look at you, you spoiled rich athlete. How dare you do this to the American soldiers and the people who died? And then I listened to a bunch of people, and I listened to Colin Kaepernick, and I went, you know what? He's right. He's right. I don't. I don't have to agree with what he's what he's standing for, uh, but he does not have to stand for the national anthem. The, the fact is that those people fought for his right to not stand, and I'm being ignorant by saying that he should. And I realized by talking to people that I was wrong. But if you came and blew up my car so that you would tell me, it would it would not have that effect on me? I can guarantee you that. All right. Well, I just wanted to try to clarify a little bit, and hopefully, maybe that did. If not, it is what it is. We did have a discussion, but a uh, good show. I do listen all day. Just about, I'm a truck driver. Good man. But, um, yeah. So, Thank you. Uh, oh, you know what? Be ca- be careful in the trucks. Be careful in the trucks because they, when there's a crowd, you see. If I were you, if I was driving and I saw a crowd, I would just get out and leave the truck there. You, it's a lose lose situation for you. <laughs> yeah, they can have it. It ain't worth it. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Mm-hmm. See. Ya. See. Ya. I mean, think about it. They're they're either going to you're either going to drive through them and kill people, yeah, or you're, or they're going to uh, stop you with the crowd and then drive it, pull you out of the car and right, yeah. Did you see the FedEx video, the FedEx truck? Uh, no, I, I can't believe so. this isn't everywhere. This is the most horrific thing I've ever seen. Door, it was a I don't even know where it was. It was on TikTok, I think. It's a it's a FedEx truck pulling two. It wasn't like quite a, a two eighteen wheeler. What do they call those things that you pull? The trailer? Tra- it wasn't two trailers, two full-size trailers, but it was probably like the size of one 18-wheeler, okay? Okay. And the driver was driving very slow through the crowd, and then he gets surrounded, and he gets scared, and he goes. And he's got somebody trapped underneath the thing. He ran the person over. It doesn't know. Oh, I think he doesn't know it. And the people are knocking on his window, and they're telling him to stop and point, and he's... I would imagine thinking people were going to pull him out of the thing and, and kill him. And then when the truck pulls away, you can see that there's a person stuck underneath the truck and he's dragging, and it looks like a woman, and he's just dragging her and dragging her. And then finally, when the area breaks free, he drives fast and sparks start coming out, and it's all from that person stuck underneath it. It's, that's horrible. But can we also point out, stop trying to stop vehicles because yeah. you're not going to be able to. You yeah. can't win against the car. Right. You, even 20 of you aren't going to win against the and car. And the person in the car, you can't win. Right. So Because the, if the, you run people over, you're... You're scaring the person in the car to death, and they're gonna their first instinct is going to be to save their own lives, Yeah. and they're going to try and get out of there, and and their people are going to get hurt. Yeah. The, 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 listen, I don't want to sound like a preachy old man, but the violence isn't going to be the answer in any of these situations. Uh, Rex, one of the guys on Twitter, sent this to me, and I had seen I had seen this. He said, who, who does this help? Did you see them light the uh, homeless guy's stuff on fire? Yeah. <laughs> no. What? Yeah. yeah. The guy, and the guy is a homeless guy, and they light his, like, tent and stuff and his mattress on fire. And he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I live here. This is my stuff. Like, this is my home. Yeah. What, what did that guy do? Anyway? Right. How does that help? How does that help at all? Uh, guitarist Bob Kulik died recently. He was uh, 70 years old. No word on cause of death or exact date that he passed. Bob was the older brother of former Kiss guitarist Bruce Kulik uh, and confirmed his death on Friday. Bob played on four Kiss albums. He handled the guitar for Lou Reed uh, on his uh, Coney Island Baby album. Also played on uh, several Meatloaf albums, most notably uh, 1984's Bad Attitude. Did a few different albums for Wasp. He also played with Michael Bolton. But most recently, 
He composed, produced, performed the SpongeBob SquarePants song, Sweet Victory. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was the one who uh, did that song. Here's a little bit of that. There's Bob up on uh, Bone TV. Uh, I know so, Bob Bob would go on the Kiss Cruises and he would play and do a lot of the songs. Bob played on Kiss albums? Yeah, he played on, uh, I think, like four Kiss albums uh, that he was uh, actually not credited for, though. Uh-huh. I think. Yeah, I gotcha. oh, that's a bummer. But he, was, he would do the Kiss things, uh, the cruises with his brother. Uh, he is dead at the age of 70 years old. I uh, I keep seeing this thing on the internet and I don't believe it. It is a rioter accidentally dropped this. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. It is a um, uh, like a how-to protest kind of what they can do and what they can't do. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's insane. I don't believe it. Fake fish. You think so? Yeah. Uh, so other news. Let's see. Uh, last year, Forbes named Kylie Jenner the youngest self-made billionaire ever. They just revoked that yep. title because uh, they accused her of lying about her finances and said she was actually worth under nine hundred million. What a loser! <laughs> <laughs> Only nine hundred million, and they're oh. fighting it too. Yeah. They're like they care about it. Who mm. cares? Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. Uh, and finally, speaking of Forbes, they put together a list of the highest paid athletes, which is strange timing since there's no major sports happening right now. But I have the list of the uh, top paid athletes. Uh, if you'd like to guess some of them, I have them. Uh, the the boxer, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather is not in the top. He's retired now. So oh, but I thought he still know. made. Yeah, but he's, is he considered? An, well, okay, all right. You know what I mean? Uh, Ronaldo. Yeah. Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. $105 million. He comes in at number two. Ooh. Yeah. Two. Uh, is number one also a soccer player? No. Messi's got to be on there. Lionel Messi is number three. He is in there. Uh, he is number three right after Ronaldo. Uh, it doesn't say what his. Oh, here is his uh, $104 million. Oh, uh, so who signed the $100 million deal? I will tell you, it's not one of the major sports. Not basketball. Not football. Golf? Not baseball. Tennis? Not golf. Tennis. Oh, it's the female. She's super young. She's like 22. Jasmine. No, it's not. Federer. Roger Federer is number one for 2020, the highest paid athletes. Yeah, he... uh, him. As soon as this slow-ass computer shows me the numbers, <laughs> I will tell you what they are. Uh, $106.3 million. Good for him. Mm. Yeah. Uh, some of the other ones in there is uh, LeBron James comes in at number five. Steph Curry, number six. Kevin Durant, number seven. Tiger Woods is eight. Kirk Cousins, number nine. Carson Wentz is 10. Tyson Fury is number 11. Tyson Fury got paid, man. Yeah, I did. By the way, I got to tell you something funny about Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury's... Instagram name is Gypsy something. Gypsy King. Gypsy King. Something Gypsy King, yeah. And Jason Momoa is, is Pride of the Gypsies or Pride of Gypsies. So this morning, I'm in the shower. I'm just thumbing through my phone, just sitting there trying to wake up. And I see Gypsy King is live on Instagram right now. And I'm like, who? What could Jason Momoa be doing at 4 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> so I, I click on it, and he's doing... Um, he's on his back and then he's twisting his feet in the air, like doing an exercise. And there seems to be a kid next to him doing the same thing. So I, now I'm watching Jason Momoa doing feet exercises 
on the phone, and then I start looking in the background, and I go, this is the ugliest goddamn house I've ever seen. How does Jason Momoa have such an ugly house? Then I realized I was on the Gypsy King, not the Pride of Gypsies, <laughs> uh, and it was, what's his face? Oh, Tyson man. Fury. And Tyson Fury in his ugly-ass house That's awesome. doing uh, exercises. It looks like he's changed uh, his thing because it's uh, Tyson underscore Fury, but his Instagram is Gypsy King. Yeah, that's what it was, Instagram that yeah. I was watching. So, but I, he used to have his name up there was Gypsy King with his Twitter as well, but I don't know, changed it. Uh, let's see, some of the other people, uh, Conor McGregor, number 16. Uh, Deontay Wilder comes in at number 20. Anthony Joshua, so some of the fighters in there as well. Yeah. So it looks like it's mostly fighters, basketball players, football players, soccer players. It's so funny that... Uh, you know, America doesn't care about soccer, but the rest of the world. Can you imagine so if we popular? did how rich they would be? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're so rich from the rest of the world as opposed to, you know, United States. Yeah. Uh, but number one, Roger Federer with $106.3 million. And that is it for news. I'm watching a video right now of a bunch of kids. Uh, it's about 15, 20 kids, most of them white, overturning a. Uh, a county vehicle on the side of the road and how proud they are after they just flip the car over. Mm. The hell does that do for anybody? Mm. Morons. Uh, okay, look, phone lines are open. If you want to get on and there's people on hold, I'll be happy to take your phone calls. I know this is a time where everybody wants to talk, get some off their chest. Robin, if you can stay on hold, it'd be great because Robin lives near Bush Gardens. I'd like to find out how her night was on uh, Saturday. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.